What's up everyone, Lisa Fields here, and I'm so excited about our new curriculum, Courageous Conversations. You heard about our popular conference, Courageous Conversations, where we invite the leading pastors, thought leaders, and scholars from conservative and progressive backgrounds for conversations. But we not only want to have those conversations on stage at the conference, but we want you to have them in your everyday life. So we developed a curriculum for you to do just that. Courageous Conversations curriculum, the tools you need for the conversations and culture. You can get that today on Amazon or on our website at jude3project.org. Hello, welcome to the Jude3 Project podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Fields. I'm the founder of the Jude3 Project. Well, thank you for watching another episode of the Jew 3 Project podcast. As always, I'm your host, Lisa Fields, the founder of the Jew 3 Project. And today I'm joined by Mr. Chaz Smith. Welcome, Chaz. What's going on? Nice to meet you. I'm really nice. glad to be on. <laughs> Excited to have you uh, to talk about your new series, animated series that you have coming up. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, just tell our audience a little bit about who you are. Yeah. Um, like she said, my name's Chad Smith. I grew up in New Jersey. I live out in L.A. Um, I love making people laugh. I've always loved telling stories and I've always desired to use those things uh, as a tool to point people to the heart of the Lord, his joy and his love for us. Um, and yeah, I'm like she, like she mentioned, I've been working on this web series where I'm basically creating, retelling the stories from scripture in a fun and entertaining way without watering anything down Um, for the sake of people getting interested in, you know, uh, reading the Bible and knowing Jesus for themselves and recognizing that it's not just a book with a bunch of characters, but accounts of people who actually lived on this earth and were just like you and me. So um, that's a little bit about myself and what I do. Um, I've been on social media for 10 years. This is actually, I just passed the 10-year anniversary of my first YouTube video ever five days ago. Oh, congrats. Yeah. um, Yeah, I just, I love the Lord. I like playing basketball. I love movies, memes, anime, things like that. Uh, I have a great family. I don't know what else should I say. Well, uh, Chaz, you you seem to be being modest about your YouTube reach. Uh, You've reached... uh, probably millions online uh, mm-hmm. through YouTube, through Instagram. Right. Did you start off on Vine? Or? I did. I did. Okay. I started on Vine May 3rd, 2013. That's 10 years. That's a whole decade. That's yes, wild. it is. That's really wild. Yeah. You're making yeah. me feel old because you're saying- <laughs> I'm feeling old. 2013, <laughs> 10 years ago. And I'm thinking I graduated from undergrad in 2009. <laughs> so I'm like, dang, that's a long time. <laughs> but- uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm excited to have you on mm-hmm. to talk about your new web series uh, yeah, where you're you. making the Bible relevant for the everyday person, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is really, really important um, in this day where people don't know the stories from Scripture. Like when I was right. in, when I grew up, you know, you were in, you had Sunday school, so you people kind of knew generally the stories. They knew mm-hmm. the difference between David and Daniel. Now, people don't know who David is, who Daniel is, or the distinction between the two. They'll have Daniel fighting Goliath and David (laughs) in the lion's den uh, because they just aren't familiar with stories. And they 
sometimes barely even know the story of Jesus. Mm. And so it is important to have these stories told in a way that people can engage them. Mm-hmm. And I think good storytelling is important. Jesus demonstrated it through his his use of parables. Yeah, uh, just share a little bit about kind of more in depth about what what how how these stories will be will be uh, told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the stories will be comedically narrated by me, colorfully animated, but also with the use of voice actors um, and plenty of jokes and humor to relate to people, but still keeping the heart of what each story is. So a good comparison of <laughs> that I've been explaining it to people that I've been using to explain to people is like, it's a mixture between the Bible project where they um, are, you know, they're very teaching and summary focused though, but still like animated. Mm-hmm. If you take that and <laughs> mix it with say the best example, please take this with a grain of salt, but something like the boondocks without all the irreverence, but just the jokes and um, the, like the lightheartedness, the narrative style of humor that's in it. Um, and of course, like just understand something that's like really weighty for me is just knowing like, this is the word of God. Like this isn't just, mm-hmm. you know, some stories that I'm adapting to modern culture. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. I'm the whole purpose is to, I guess, present them to, you know, to people like, yeah, you were, you explained it really well, but presenting them, I'm presenting them to people in a way where, um, it'll be digestible for people who may not ever walk into a church who may not have ever heard the gospel. Um, who may think the Bible is just a book of rules that are used Mm -hmm. to make people afraid and, submit to some, you know, you know, like that's, that's Mm -hmm. not the goal. And then on top of that, what we're doing is, um, really digging into historical and cultural context of each story. Um, I'm working with a professor from Biola, his name's Charlie Trim. Um, and he's been a teacher of old Testament for a couple of decades now. He's a really solid person. Um, so yeah, we're mixing a lot into, you know, like single eight minute episodes, but we've, made a pilot episode already tested it out and know it's going to be really good for people yeah well that's awesome what motivated you to want to do this what yeah. kind of is your experience mm-hmm. yeah for me for me i grew up in church um people grow up in church but that doesn't mean they have a relationship with the lord but i do believe and i know i had a relationship with jesus at a young age but um i always had like this it's more of a servant mindset than a son mindset. Uh, mm-hmm. Just only recently have I begun to learn, like, I'm a son first before I'm a servant of God. Like, the prodigal mm-hmm. son story is a great example. Um, so with that, I felt like I always had to do the right thing for God in order to receive his love. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just felt like one of those ways was through, I recognized the gifts I had in like entertainment and storytelling from a young age. That was something I always wanted to do and go into that. But I felt like, I don't know that it was either I had to preach the gospel directly or like do something else. And I this my whole life. I was growing up like, how do I do both? Even with social media, I feel like I kind of stumbled into it through Vine. Mm-hmm. Um, And finally, two years ago, I was just praying about it. I was like, Lord, you're giving me, I recognize you've given me these gifts. You're giving me this platform. I have a desire to like tell people about you directly, but the favor you've given me seems like it's more in humor and comedy content. How do I do both? And he started to answer the prayer by putting this, this idea on my heart to do this series. Um, 
So I've been writing it. Actually, the idea first seed was planted like five years ago, but I started writing it after I like wrote that prayer and realized, I mean, after I prayed that prayer and uh, realized and saw like, okay, this is where you're leading me. I'm just going to go for it. And uh been working on it since. That's dope. That's mm-hmm. dope. And um, tell our audience a little bit about the pilot. Who does it? What story is it telling? Yes. Okay. So the first season is going to be on the book of Daniel chapters one through seven. Uh, this, none of it has been, none of this actual season, actual episodes have been produced yet. We did, I did create a pilot episode with myself and a couple other friends on like a pretty, I paid out of pocket. It was a discounted budget for sure. But um, we were able to make somewhat of a proof of concept without the voice actors, without an animation studio, just like myself and some friends. But we made that. I was able to show it to some other friends that I have who introduced me to more people. And now the Kickstarter is live and we've signed on um, over two dozen voice actors, several, uh, quite a few, I'm sure people might know of, uh, like um, Tadashi, no big deal, John Keith. I just happen to know a bunch of friends in the music industry for some reason. I don't know. It's just, I, don't, I don't really make music like that, but there's that. And then um, we have an animation studio called Mind Creative. They work with the Bible Project. They're super, they're amazing. Johan, he's a great dude. He uh, owns the company and uh, they just won an Emmy last year for a kid's series that they made. Um, that was broadcasted all across the content, continent of Africa. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of really great people working on it. Uh, and so I'm just excited to see the story of Daniel brought to life in a way that people never really experienced before. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, how much, uh, are you trying to raise with the Kickstarter so our audience can know, uh, what the goal is? All right. Just tell so, us about the Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, absolutely. So before I say this, like, I just want to preface this with the fact that animation is very expensive. People think it's just as simple as like, oh, yeah, you draw a couple pictures and it's good. Like, nah, there's there's a lot of work that goes into it, even far beyond the animation. Um, like in a lot of cases, one minute of screen time for animation can cost ten thousand dollars. So yes. if you make it I know, eight we minutes, just when we did the uh documentary uh-huh. and when we started getting prices for the animations we put in the documentary, I was just like, oh man, I did right. not know this was gonna be this expensive. It racks up for real. So <laughs> yes. our goal with this is to not just do one season. By the way, this is um gonna be about uh each episode will be about eight minutes long, eight episodes per season, and we have plans to do up to ten seasons going through mm-hmm. um, the overarching narrative of scripture, focusing mainly on the Old Testament, ending with the life of Jesus. Um, the first three seasons, though, will be out of order. Season one is on uh, the book of Daniel. Season two is on the life of Joseph. And season three is on the story of Esther. Um, for this first season, our base goal is to raise 150 um, mm-hmm. there's, I think it's, I just launched it a couple hours ago. I think it's at like 10,000 right now. Just about. Okay, that's awesome. But I turned my notifications off. I'm like, let me not check this because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to start feeling <laughs> some type of way. Let me just focus on what I need to do. But uh, yeah, it's where I figured out a way to, um, part of that is because I'm doing like a large bulk of the work, but um, we figured out a, a budget and flow to be able to get this done for like much cheaper than a lot of other um, projects but still with a great amount of excellence. So I'm so excited to see this come to fruition. 
That's awesome. That's awesome, mm-hmm. Chad. So I definitely want to encourage our listeners to to go support this Kickstarter and uh, mm-hmm. go check out uh, what you have already done. Thank um, you. Just tell our audience a little bit about uh, more about you and mm-hmm. how God is using you to reach uh, this next generation. Yeah. Um, something that was a prayer of mine from the time I was really young was uh, I, I had a desire to just really use my voice to reach as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And I recognized like that humor was always a part of, you know, um, I guess who I was or or just what, like one of my talents. I, I, I recognized like, Lord, I have this humor. That's, that's, I can use that to point people to you in some way. Like something I've always wanted to do is have conversations surrounding difficult topics in a lighthearted way that ultimately point people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's been like really at the center of my heart, just being able to share that joy and love and uh, laugh with people. Laughter, I think the power of laughter is really underestimated. Like everybody points to that scripture. Um, like uh, laughter is like good medicine and just mm-hmm. like it's healing for the soul. Right. Um, but I believe that behind that, behind true, like genuine laughter is joy. And we know that like that's strength. The, mm-hmm. the joy of the Lord is our strength and his presence is fullness of joy. I think there's a level of intimacy that is required to produce genuine laughter and joy and level of intimacy with the Lord. Um, and so that's something that I really try to seek out in my life, just knowing him. And I find that when I know him, I'm the most at peace. And when I'm the most at peace, that's when the most joy comes out. And I'm able to share that with other people. Like an example of something that's, uh, that's happened like, several times um, over the t- since I've been creating content on social media is um, there have been people who've DM'd me randomly and been like, hey, man, I was considering like self-harm or even mm. like doing something far worse. But I came across your profile and just started laughing at your joke. Like the, it'll be the dumbest stuff, too. Like I'll post a video pronouncing words incorrectly and people will crack up at it and It'll totally change their mood. And then I'm able to use that, my platform, to also share the gospel at different points and point people to Jesus. Like, hey, this is why I'm joyful. This is where my laughter and my strength comes from. You can have that, too. It's not like an exclusive thing, like Jesus. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's really beautiful how he's been able to use the creativity I have in that space to um, transform people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you think? Uh, you said you live in L.A. You say on the West Coast. Yes. Um, you're um, probably around a lot of people engaging. What are the biggest challenges you think culture is facing right now as mm-hmm. it relates to faith? I'd say that there are a lot of presumptions about faith in culture and people are just growing more and more opposed to it. I think mm-hmm. we were warned about that. Like that's what's going to happen. Scripture talks about that. Jesus talked about that. Like so much, all of Paul's letters talked about that. Um, I think one difficulty on an internal, on internal end on our side as believers is seeing culture become more and more hostile towards Jesus. It's the name of Jesus. Even just in the music industry, contracts will literally say you are not allowed to say the name of Jesus. Um, when artists sign with some major labels, um, Seeing things like that and hearing about things like that, I think a temptation can be 
to shrink back or compromise or water down the truth of the gospel or um, try to sidestep certain difficult questions um, in order to save face, save a reputation, um, self-preserve. Uh, I see that as something being very prevalent in like some major cities, especially out on the West Coast, like in L.A. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that that's on an internal end. Um, yeah, beyond that, I think if you want to call this a difficulty, just developing relationships with people is like a, just a, such a great way. Is what I think is a major thing that Jesus did. He did, he went he did both. He did like pure, just I guess quote unquote cold evangelism to masses, but he also walked with people, sat with them, dined with them, got to know them. Um, it was intimate with them, allowed them to see him, his vulnerability. I think that that can be a difficult thing for people, just opening up and allow them, allowing them to see their flaws and trusting that the Holy Spirit in you is still going to speak to them, that God still is going to show himself to them through you, that he can. And we don't need to be perfect in order for that to happen. Um, yeah, those are a couple of things that come to mind. What What are some things that's helped you? Um, engage um, people as it relates to faith? Like what are mm-hmm. some tools that have helped you? Uh, what are some things in scripture that have helped you mm-hmm. engage people? Definitely you guys' content. Like you're, what, what you're doing is like really awesome. Um, I love like the Bible Project's content. I think in general, just sharpening myself on being able to give answers when people ask questions I think that's mm-hmm. underrated people. I think there, there tends to be the cop-out answer of like, oh, I don't need to know everything. I just need to know Jesus. Yeah, that's true. But knowing more helps. Like that's sharpening your sword. You still got a sword, but it might be a little dull, duller than someone else's who's really been like, you know, trying to hone it. Um, so I say just for me, something has been just seeking to learn and grow, uh, getting in, getting in the word on my own, having conversations with people asking a lot of questions, having conversations with people who you disagree with. Um, I also think something that's helped to engage with people is just the simplicity of sitting and considering like how much God loves us. Romans 5, 8, God showed his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, he sent his son, Jesus, to die Mm -hmm. for us, knowing that that's true for everybody. Um, Mm -hmm helps me to be more intentional about loving the person that's in front of me and not being self-centered and considering like, oh, I wonder what they think of me. Like, it's more just like, yo, I want them to know how much Yahweh loves them. This is amazing, you know? So, um, yeah, just changing my mindset uh, has been a powerful tool, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Chaz, tell our audience, this has been a great um, conversation. Tell yeah, our audience how, can, <clears throat> how they could join the Kickstarter What's the uh, website? Yeah. Um, if you go on Kickstarter and search what had happened was, I'm not sure if I said that. That's the name of the, <laughs> that's the, name of the project. It's called What Had Happened Was. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. If you search that on Kickstarter, it'll come up. Um, you can find us on social media at WHHW Series. Um, our website is WHHWSeries.com. Any of those you go to, you'll end up at, at the, on the Kickstarter page. It's running from April 12th to May 3rd of this year. It's an all or nothing project. So if you back it and we don't uh, reach the goal of 150K, there's no risk to you. But 
um, if we hit that goal, then not only will we be able to help this bring this project to life, but you'll get rewarded for it also. There's a bunch of rewards that you can get. So, um, yeah, just go check it out. Oh, you still can. You only got 21 days. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Y'all help uh, Chaz and the team reach their goal um, by their deadline. And I think this will be a blessing to uh, many people to know, know scripture in a, in a relevant way. And mm-hmm. I think that's really, really important when stats say people, um, trends in the, in culture are trending down for people knowing the Bible or holding it as authoritative. And so anything we could get to help, uh, push people to know the scripture and to believe the scripture, I believe is vitally important and something mm-hmm. I want to support. So thank you, Chaz, for do, uh, uh, going on this endeavor and helping people to really know scripture and, and get engaged in it. Yeah. Well, you, you can. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, you can catch all our past episodes of the Jew 3 Project, Jew3Project.org. You can sh- uh, stream it wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or watch it on our YouTube channel or Facebook page. Remember at the Jew 3 Project uh we're trying to help you know what you believe and why we do this through our curriculums, courageous conversations, our documentaries. You can, if you haven't watched Unspoken, do so at Amazon, and you can get the Unspoken curriculum at unspokenmovie.com. Um, you can become a monthly partner to help us continue the mission and the vision of Jew3 at Jew3Project.org. Um, hitting that donate tab, you can either give online or. Um, uh, by mail. Remember, every gift helps equip. Uh, we have merch. All of the things are available at our website at Jew3Project.org. Until next time, grace and peace and God bless. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Jew3 Project podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can tune into all our past episodes at www.Jew3Project.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Remember not only to subscribe, but also rate us. That helps us to gauge how we're doing and how you're enjoying the show. And it gives other listeners some ideas about the show as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. Also, remember, we have our Bible engagement app in partnership with Back to the Bible to help you get better engaged in the Bible every single day. You take a survey, it assesses your strengths and weaknesses and sends you Bible verses based on those. So it's a great app. You can download the app by searching in your app store or Google Play, searching Jude3 Project, and it'll be right there for you. So thank you again. Remember, if you would like to become a monthly partner or a one-time giver, you can do so on our website or by mail. Just go to Jew3Project.com, hit that donate tab, and you'll see the option to mail in a gift or give online. We appreciate you, and I'm so, so thankful for you. God bless, and remember, here at the Jew3 Project, we're helping you to know what you believe and why you believe it.